Praise the Lord. Welcome back to another episode of a podcast that I still haven't named. I'm your very own host, Zephalino. I apologize for, you know, no episodes the past couple of weeks. No excuses. But hey, I'm back. We're doing this weekly. It's, it's going to be good. Today, what an episode we have planned for today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what an episode. <laughs> uh, how to hear the voice of God. We're going to go over biblical reasons of why you should stay in the flow of the Holy Spirit and why you should always uh, listen to the voice of God. If you have your notebooks, take them out, take notes. If you're driving, eyes on the road. Uh, if you're studying, I'm probably going to distract you. Study later. Do this first. This is important. Also, I should have gotten a water. Weather here is so weird in Washington. Uh, anyways, welcome back. Like I said, uh, it's been a while. Kind of missed it. You know, it's uh, it's been a while. Go ahead and take your notes out. Like I said, we'll get right into it. This is this is an important thing. Okay, Hear, hearing the voice of God, I think it's something that isn't taught on as much as it should. Like a lot of the topics that we go over. To be honest, there there, there is something. Let me rephrase. It is important to walk in the will, and, and I'm gonna explain to you guys why. Why it's important to walk in the will of the Lord for your life. Uh, why it's important to listen to what the Creator made you for. I mean, <laughs> I, I heard this analogy. Think about this analogy. I have a pen here, as you can hear by the click that I just made for no reason. Uh, this pen makes a, a great pen, my personal favorite pen. But this pen would make it make a terrible airplane. I heard this reference from uh, a preacher once. This pen makes a great pen, but a terrible airplane. <laughs> That's a terrible reference. But what am I saying? I'm saying no one knows your purpose more than the Creator. So think about this. All the all the anxiety, uh, all the depression that, that's caused from not knowing your calling or like the stress because you feel like you're doing something you're not you know called to do. That all goes away when you figure out what the Lord has in store for you. Right? Because remember that God's will for your life is... It's a walk. It's not just a destination. It's a continuous walk. It's a plan he has for your life. So keep that pen uh, analogy in mind. I, I want you to remember that. Think of yourself like God made you. The creator made you for a purpose. Right? If a hammer tries to be anything other than a hammer, it's not going to be the greatest as it can be. Like the, the hammer makes a, a terrible... Uh, Gatorade bottle. I have that in front of me. Gatorade? Gatorade. I don't know how to pronounce it. But anyways, point is, you were made <laughs> You were made with a purpose. Okay? Remember that. Who would know your purpose more than the creator? It's a rhetorical question, and it has a rhetorical answer. No one. Think about that. So, after today, after this podcast episode, I pray... That you will know how to hear the voice of God. So we're going to go over how to how to hear the voice of God. You know, all the benefits. There's so many countless, you know, 
living your life. You know, we have already gone over a couple, but living your life in the will of God gets rid of, you know, everything bad. That's such a cliche thing to say, but think about this. Like I said, it'll get rid of anxiety in your life from not knowing what, what to do. It'll get rid of depression from, from feeling like you have no purpose. Because the Creator made you to have a, a, a huge purpose. So let's get right into it. Here's a little, here's a little fact, okay? The New York Times... Uh, says only around 25% of American adults. Oh, I just hit the mic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> only 25% of American adults say they have a clear sense of purpose. One in four. Yeah, I can do fractions to percentages. But 25%, that's that's pretty, that's crazy. So obviously this world, I mean, you can see it around you. Look around you. You know, people don't know what they want to do with their life. Uh, and that's because they, they don't, you know, consult the creator. They don't listen to the voice of God. What What is the Lord telling you to do? There are many consequences to it. So if you're taking notes, write this down as a subheading. Write uh, consequences. So the title of today is How to Hear the Voice of God. We're going to start off with the consequences of not hearing the voice of God. So... Ready your Bible. Have your Bible next to you. We're going to go over various scriptures. We're going to, like uh, many preachers say, we're going to start in the Bible, stay in the Bible, and finish in the Bible. I'm not going to say anything that's not that's weird. I'm not going to get out of the Word. We're going to stay in here, and, and it's going to be a good time. So, consequences. There is anxiety when you don't know what you will do. I mean, even heathen people, right? unsaved people, unchurched people. You can tell when you don't know what you're going to do. Think about this. If you're in high school, if you're in college, uh, if you're younger, in middle school, or already graduated from college looking for a career, if you don't know what you're going to do next, it causes anxiety. It's nothing new. It, it happens for generations. You know, it's always happened. People expect, you know, your parents might expect you, you need to go to college. But the Lord maybe called you into ministry, called you into Bible college. Maybe he did call you into college. Okay, Lord, what college? That should be your thought process. Because you not knowing what you will do not only causes anxiety, but it causes mistakes. All mistakes, write this down. I heard, I heard uh, uh, evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth say this. All mistakes cost time or money. Some cost both. Sometimes your life. There's a, there's a story, write this down if you want to read this later, in 1 Kings 13, of a prophet who the Lord told him not to, not, not to eat on his way back from a certain town. And he, he disobeyed the Lord. And what happened? He was eaten by a lion. Now, I'm not saying you're going to be eaten by a lion. But if you're not listening to the will of God, I would not go near any zoos. <laughs> I'm sorry. Point is, there are mistakes that are made when you don't listen to the voice of God. Think about this. Uh, you could date the wrong person. You could go to a wrong college. Think about this. How much money will be wasted from not listening to the voice of God, uh, going to the wrong college? If, you know, the Lord called you to ministry and you go to a secular school, it's 
it, it'll you you'll feel it in your spirit. You'll know you're not supposed to be there. It costs you money. It costs you time. You know, you, you don't get those back. We're only on here for a set amount of time and Jesus is coming soon. So we don't have time uh, to make mistakes, especially as young people. We need we need, when we stay in the will of God for our lives, we can do what we were called to do and the Lord accelerates our blessings. So think about this. Like I said, mistakes, you can date the wrong person. If you're in college, you know, uh, you're with the wrong person. If you don't consult the Lord before anything, you'll lose money. You'll waste money on that person. You'll waste, uh, you'll waste time. I mean, look at, look at, uh, some couples end up emotionally damaged. You know, that's not the will of God. You know, God will heal you. There's grace. He'll heal you. He'll, he'll, he'll restore you. But why, why go through the whole process? Why learn from mistakes if you can learn from the Word of God? He warns you about these things. So you consult the Lord. You consult the Lord and He He tells you in your spirit what to do. You know, sometimes uh, not consulting, you know, the Lord, listening to the voice of God, it costs you your reputation. Like I said about, about dating. But the Lord forgives. But remember, you know, the goal of life isn't to just, you know, make mistakes for the Lord to forgive us. The goal of our lives should be to be to succeed in everything we do. We're, we are to live holy lives. This is why the Lord wants us to live holy. But when you consult, when you hear the voice of God in your spirit, when you feel it, where to go to college, when, when you consult what to do, where to go, what Bible college, Lord, you called me into ministry. What Bible college am I to go to? Lord, you called me into this field, this area. Where do I go? If you consult him like that, you won't make mistakes. I guarantee it. And more than my guarantee, I mean, look at the word of God. Right? That's why it is so important to listen to the voice of God. So consequences, write this down. It causes anxiety. It causes mistakes, and, and under that, right, uh, going to the wrong college, uh, dating the wrong person, marrying the wrong person, which can, you know, make or break you. When you don't listen to the voice of God, mistakes are made, and mistakes cost time and or money. Remember that. What the Bible says, remember this, what the Bible says which is the word of God, which is a way he speaks to you, we'll get into that right now, is a protection for your own life. Think about this. Do you want to be someone big in life? Act like it. You know, it, you want to be someone big. Think about this. Think about how all it takes nowadays is one accusation. Uh, one accusation and, and you're done. Obviously, we see when you live a, a, a righteous life, those... Uh, those accusations are cast down. But think about this. If you're living unholy, all it takes is one accusation. People judge by the outward appearance. Remember that. The Lord is the one who looks at the heart. So live your life every day. Consult the word of God. Listen to the, to the voice of God and he'll, he'll keep you safe. And when you're big one day, you know, there won't be a fiery dart the enemy can fire. Do you want, you know, you want to be a successful businessman? Act like it now. You can't be sleeping around or hoeing around. <laughs> it's just, it's not right. 
one accusation, boom, half of your, your money goes away. Turn with me to Joshua 9.3. Joshua's in the Old Testament. Page 183. So we're going to start in verse 3. It says, But when the people of... Okay, the, the subtitle says, The Gibeonites deceive Israel. A little background on here. Remember that Israel was given all of the land to conquer and, and to be theirs. So they weren't supposed to make peace treaties with any of these tribes. They're supposed to demolish them. So that when the, the, this is what the people of uh, the Gibeonites did, which were one of the people that were supposed to be slaughtered. That were supposed to be destroyed. It says, verse 3, But when the people of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they resorted to deception to save themselves. They sent ambassadors to Joshua, loading their donkeys with weathered saddlebags and old patched wineskins. They put on worn-out patched sandals and ragged clothes, and the bread they took with them was dry and moldy. When they arrived at the camp of Israel at Gilgal, they told Joshua and the men of Israel, We have come from a distant land to ask you to make a peace treaty with us. So, from there, go down to verse 12. Keep in mind, okay, why does it say those, those details? Those ambassadors, they had everything right that looked right like if they did come from a far land, okay? They, they, they looked the part, they had the part, but remember, not everyone, I'll get into that right now, they looked the part to deceive them, right? To the naked eye, they would deceive. Uh, verse 12. The bread was hot from the ovens when we left our homes. But now, as you can see, it is dry and moldy. These wineskins were new when we filled them, but now they are old and split open. And our clothing and sandals are worn out from our very long journey. Verse 14. So the Israelites examined their food, but they did not consult the Lord. Then, Josh, then Joshua made a peace treaty with them and guaranteed their safety. Verse 18. Slide down to verse 18. Uh, at the end of there, it says, at the end of verse 18, it says, The people of Israel grumbled against their leaders because of the treaty. There's a lot to unpack there. So, first off, the, that treaty was never supposed to be made. But notice the mistake the Israelites made. Verse 14. So, the Israelites examined their food, but they did not consult the Lord. Because they did not consult the Lord, they fell in deception. So one of the benefits of hearing the voice of God, of consulting the Lord before you go to a college, before you pick that special someone, you save yourself from deception. You save yourself time, you save yourself money, and from being deceived. Remember this, not everyone who's in your life is sent by the Lord. Okay? Not everyone in your life is sent as, as from the Lord. You know, the Lord loves them all. But if you're hanging out with this, you know, with if someone comes into your life that's trying to get you to, to live promiscuously, or if you don't know what that word is, is trying to get you to 
hoe around. You, you, how can you even, you know, continue in fellowship with him? You can't. Because before long, you, you're going to end up like them. Your inner circle can't be uh, people who are trying to get you to turn away from what you believe. It's wrong. They did not consult the Lord. That is a very important detail. Remember that. There's another thing I want you to notice about this. Verse 18. The people of Israel grumbled against their leaders because of the treaty. People around and under you will suffer if you don't hear God's voice. People around and under you will suffer if you don't hear God's voice. If you are, you know, the, the owner of a business, and this, you know, this goes, this can be applied to anything. But if you're, let's do this example. If you're the owner of a business and, you know, you get approached with this, with this deal that seems, you know, great, perfect, just like the Gibeonites that approached Israel with all the right things, the moldy bread, the, the worn out clothes that seem like if they came from a far land, if you don't consult the Lord and make that deal, there's a high chance that you're being deceived. But apply that to anything. Then what happens? Then the people under you, who you're employing, uh, suffers from it. If you're deceived, let's let's take uh, COVID, for example. If you're des- deceived by certain policies, I won't get too much. No, I will. If you're deceived by too much, too, you know, some policy that says, uh, you know, vaccinate and then you can you can go, you can go preach wherever you want. You know, a lot of preachers thought that way. If you're deceived by that, think about this: people that vaccinated, they're still not going to preach the gospel. So the whole thing is a lie. If you're deceived by, by people. You know, hearing the voice of God keeps you from being deceived by, by, by people, by business deals, by government, uh, in a relationship. The Holy Spirit will instruct you. You'll feel it in your gut. Okay? People deceive you when you don't listen to God's voice. That is a major consequence from not hearing from the voice of God. You need to hear what the Lord is trying to tell you, to share with you, and to instruct you in. Because he, he does everything uh, out of his word. He tells you what to do. See, you learn from the mistakes of, of the Israelites. You don't have to repeat the same mistake. It costs you time. It costs you money. If you're taking notes, write this down. Just like I had you do uh, consequences and then the subheading. Now do Benefits. You have absolute peace knowing what the Lord has set you apart for. That's what you get. That's one of the things you obtain when you hear the voice of God. You have absolute peace. It doesn't matter if if people are against you. You know, let's say let's say it this way. If you were called to, to Bible college and your your parents or you know your friends are, are trying to discourage you. You cut those friends out and you have absolute peace. It doesn't matter what, what they tell you. You know, preachers make no money. You know, you're going to be on the street. You know, 
uh, whatever, whatever they tell you, whatever garbage they say, you have absolute peace in your heart knowing that the Lord has set you apart for that. You have an assurance in your spirit, you know, and, and if in your case it's for, for a certain uh, business idea, like a business owner, you have peace in your spirit at the school you're going to or, or the course of action that you're taking to grow your business. The spirit of God will give you peace. Turn with me to Psalm Psalm 1. I think it is. And think about this. Think about we said how much money and, and time you lose when you, when you make mistakes. Think about when you when you don't make them. You save money. Uh you save uh you know this emotional thing you have to go through. Think about a relationship, an emotional, you know, uh healing you have to go through from being with some bozo or whatever the equivalent is for, you know, for both genders, but from being with some, you know, some loser, some hoe, you save yourself from all that, from all that emotional uh, situations, from all of that. Hearing the voice of God will, will keep you from harm. You know, you're his child. What does Matthew seven eleven say? Let's go there. No, let's turn there because I was about to quote it, but I don't want to misquote it. Matthew seven eleven. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who will ask Him? Your heavenly Father loves you. Remember this. If this is the first time you're hearing it, your heavenly Father loves you, and He has a plan for your life, something He set you apart for. And it will give you peace in your heart. It doesn't matter who goes against you. And it will, it will line your life up to how it should be. When you're in the will of God, there is no pain from where he put you. Remember that. There's no, you know, there's no, when you're in the will of God, you won't, you won't, you'll save money. You'll save yourself emotional situations. You'll save yourself from headaches, from like different, you know, losers, whatever it may be. What does the Bible say? The Bible says in Psalm 1, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank. Bearing fruit each season, their leaves never eh, their leaves never wither, and they prosper in everything they do. That's you. That's what the Lord has planned for you when you walk in His will. To prosper in everything you do, in business, in ministry, and whatever and whatever it may be. The Lord has set you apart. For, for our generation to be to be someone great. You know, you don't have to be like everybody else. The Lord made you special to be the best at something. Whatever the Lord made you for, he made you for, you know, to rock that area. If the Lord gave you a gift to take pictures, take the best pictures this world has ever seen. The Lord says you will prosper in everything you do when you meditate in the law of the Lord and, and when you stay in his will. There's nothing that can go against you. Think about this. Think about Paul. Okay. When Paul shipwrecked, even when he, here, let's go, go to Acts, Acts 27. I keep hitting this microphone. I apologize. Acts 27, 
Let me see. Acts 27.10 Men, he said, I believe there is trouble ahead if we go on. Shipwreck, loss of cargo, and danger to our lives as well. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner than to Paul. Go down to, uh, to verse 18. The next day, as gale force winds continued to batter the ship, the crew began throwing the cargo overboard. The following day, they even took some of the ship's gear and threw it overboard. Verse 20. The terrible storm raged for many days, blotting out the sun and the stars until at last all hope was gone. No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left. Listen, I don't know how to pronounce this city, but let's be honest. I doubt you do either. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's called, uh, no, I, I really don't know how to say it. Uh, and not left Crete. 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 We'll go with Crete. Uh, first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss. What would they have done? You would have avoided all this damage and loss. So Paul heard the voice of God. He told the men, you know, if we go out there, there's danger to our lives. They did not listen to him. They did not obey the, the voice of God. And what happened? The ship, you know, the ship sank. <laughs> the terrible storm. And what he told him, you should have listened to me in the first place. They, they, they had damage, they had loss. But what does it say? Verse 22, but take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. For last night, an angel of God, to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood beside me. And he said, Don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar, which is where he was going. What's more, God is, in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take note, okay? Just like we said, people around you suffer when you don't listen to the will of God. People around Paul gain something from being around Paul, from being around someone who obeys the word of God. They gained a lot. In fact, they, they kind of gained their lives. They like didn't die. <laughs> so there is benefit even to the people around you from obeying, from listening uh, to the instruction of the Lord. There There is there's benefit when the leader of a, of a business does the right deal that the spirit told them to do, you know, for the employees, there's bonuses. Think about it that way. Also, if it's loud, I do apologize. I am in a Hispanic household. To be honest, a little off topic, a little off topic. I'm surprised that the vacuum has not gone off or the blender or our barking chihuahua, but it's okay because that dog, let me tell you something. Totally off topic. Completely off topic. Hispanic moms and dogs. That's a strong bond. Okay. <laughs> that's the type of bond you need with the Lord. Can I get an amen? See, I, I can tell. Some of you said it. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, what I'm saying. 
people around you benefit when you listen to the voice of God. Okay, listening to the voice of God is a benefit to you. Like we said, saves you time. It saves you money. And to the people around you, think about business-wise, ministry-wise. When the Lord tells you to go somewhere, to go preach, uh, even if, you know, set up a crusade somewhere, those people, if, if the Spirit told you to go there, will be impacted greatly. Souls saved and set free when you walk in the will of the Lord. Jeremiah 29, 11. The Word says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you hope and a future. That's what the Lord has, you know, has planned for you. He doesn't have planned for you to be uh, emotionally damaged from, from a relationship, from a wrong relationship. That's why today, you know, I want you to say, Lord, I, I don't want to make more mistakes. You know, if you made mistakes, the God's grace, you know, will relieve you of that. But, you know... Tell the Lord, you know, I, I don't want to make mistakes. I, I want to listen. I want to listen to your word. I want to walk in your will for my life. That's what we should all uh, long for. So it's what we should all want. Psalm 32, 8. The word says, the Lord says, Psalm, Psalm 32, 8. What does it say? It says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. I will advise you and watch over you. So when you walk in the will of God, God not only advises you, tells you what to do, but he, 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 he watches you. He protects you. So it doesn't matter what, what controversy goes against you. At the end of the day, your destiny is up to you. You can be like the prophet who, who disobeyed the Lord in 1 Kings and got mauled by a lion, or you can walk in the perfect will of God for your life. Think about Elijah. The Bible recognizes, you know, the Bible, when it speaks of Eli Elijah in First uh, Kings, it, it says, Elijah was a man who listened to the Lord. That's, that's a way you should be known. As a Christian, as a young believer, as a believer in general, you know, if you're, if you're newly saved, I want you to know. The Lord has a plan for your life. And it's better than, than what anyone else could think of. It's better than your own plans. You know, God put those passions in your heart for a reason. God made you good at photography for a reason. God made you good at something for a reason. It's so you can be the best at it. So listen to the instruction of the Lord. And He will, he will guide you. I mean... It really is. The Bible is, is, is simple. He guides you in what to do. So we went over the benefits. We went over, we went over the consequences. Moral of the story, don't get mauled by a lion. Or, you know, if you're not listening to the voice of God, stay away from zoos. <laughs> stay away from zoos. No, but really, you should, you should long to listen to the voice of God. He guides you and instructs you. He protects you. So, you might be saying, all right, you told me the benefits. You told me the consequences. So how do I hear the voice of God? Write this down. Number one, and this is something I want you to understand. There is a place, an atmosphere, where the Lord speaks. And this is what I mean by that, okay? If you're 
you know, let's say you're in college. You go to a, you're, go, you're, you're at this crazy rager party, you know, full of hoes and heathens. I'm sorry. But, you know, you're at this crazy party and, you know, you're not going <laughs> to, you're most likely not going to hear the voice of God there on what to do next in your life. Okay. There is an atmosphere where the Lord speaks and I'll prove it. Go with me to Acts 13. A lot of scriptures in the book of Acts today. Acts 13.1. Barnab- uh, the, the subheading says, Barnabas and Saul are commissioned. Okay, keep that in mind. Verse 1. Among the prophets and teachers of the church at Antioch of Syria were Barnabas, Simeon, Lucius, Manian, and Saul. Verse 2. One day as these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting... The Holy Spirit said, Appoint Barnabas and Saul for, for the special work to which I have called them. So after more fasting and prayer, the men laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. And then from there, you know, the rest is history. Paul went on from there. But I want you to notice that there was something something there. From verse 2, what were, the, what were these men doing? Verse 2 says, These men were worshiping the Lord and fasting. So one one way, number one, one way to clearly hear the voice of God. You know, if there's a huge, you know, this decision that, that you need to make fast. It's a great recommend. I mean, look at look at what would happen when these men fasted. This is what happens when you fast. You get clear direction because your flesh is put into submission. I mean, Barnabas and Saul were commissioned. It was so big that Saul is now Paul. He got a name change. (laughs) But think about that. They were sent into their purpose. What does verse verse 2 say at the end? Appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. They were sent out into their purpose when they were in time of fasting and praying. So how do you hear the voice of God? Number one, understand there is a place and atmosphere where the Lord speaks. Acts 13, worship and prayer and fasting, sorry. Worship and fasting and prayer. Because even after, so after more fasting and prayer, the men laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. So understand that. Turn with me to Acts 10. Cornelius who was a who was a gentile who wasn't jewish this is what the bible says in uh, acts chapter 10 in caesarea there lived a roman ar- army officer named cornelius who was captain of the italian regiment he was a devout god-fearing man as was everyone in his household he gave generously to the poor and prayed regularly to god one afternoon about 3 o'clock he had a vision in which he saw an angel of god coming toward him Cornelius, the angel said. Cornelius stared at him in terror. What is it, sir? He asked the angel. And the angel replied, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. Now send some men to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He is staying with Simon, a tanner, a tanner who lives near the seashore. Number two. You know, the first one kind of touched more on uh, fasting. Number two, prayer. 
spend time in prayer. I mean, how long are you actually praying? Think about this. This is something that, you know, should convict a lot of Christians. If you're a young believer, I want you to get into the habit of this. Spend at least, you know, one hour a day in prayer. What did Jesus say? You can, could you not stay away, you know, and pray for even one hour? So, if you're a young believer, I want you to do this. Pray. Spend at least an hour with the Lord. Your life will be changed. You know, pray. Pray in the Spirit. Pray to the Lord. As you're praying in the Spirit, the Bible says that praying in the Spirit is, it says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. Romans 8.26 Write that verse down. So when you're praying, so number two, Right? How do you hear the voice of God? Number one, touch a little more on fasting. Number, uh, fasting and worshiping. Number two, prayer. Cornelius was praying, and then the Lord came to him. You know, the Bible says he showed that God shows no favoritism. You know, so I want you to understand that the, that pray to the Lord. He will reveal to you what He wants you to do. He will reveal to you things. Which are which you're supposed to do, who who you're supposed to talk to, who you're not supposed to talk to. The Lord will refine you. And as you spend more time in the spirit, you will refine your spirit to 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 listen to things more. You'll you'll be more sensitive to the spirit. Jesse Duplantis says, uh, the more the closer I get to the Lord, the the softer he speaks. And you may ask, you know, why is that? If you're getting closer to the Lord, and he said it's because God, you know, God doesn't have to be yelling at me anymore. So listen to the voice of God. He is always speaking. You know, he cares about those little things. So pray to the Lord. Number one, focus fasting. Number two, praying. And number three, spend time, you know, reading his word. Romans 12, God reveals his will to us by his word. The will of God is revealed in. In the word of God. Well, anyways, like I was saying, I don't know if you can tell, I'm now in a car. I'm sorry if it sounds um, a little different, but the house was getting a little loud. What can I say? Hispanic household. Am I right? Can I get an amen in the comments? There's no comments. Anyways, like I was saying, you must first start in the word. Okay. Uh, Point number three. The word. You need you need to read your word. I mean, be honest with yourself. How often do you read your Bible? A lot of people, it's embarrassing. You know, you should know your word. God's word, God's will is his word. What's in his word? The Bible says, for my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. That's the Lord saying that. You know, how are you going to know God wants you blessed if you don't read what his blessings are for you. So you need to understand that the Lord's will for you is in his word. Okay, so what does his word say about, you know, anything young adults deal with? What does his word say about dating? It says what the we know, what his will is for you. 
what a godly man and a godly woman looks like. So understand that you to hear the voice of God, I, I'll close with this. To hear the voice of God, you need to spend time praying, fasting, praying, fasting, just like fasting, like Barnabas and Saul, they were commissioned when they were in a fast. They knew their purpose. They were sent out to their purpose when they were on a fast. So fasting, praying, Cornelius. Cornelius got his answer, got a, got a vision from the Lord. An angel appeared to him when he was praying and giving generously, but he was praying. So spend time in prayer. Prayer changes things. Prayer isn't some, a little something on prayer. We'll do a whole episode on prayer. DM me questions on Instagram if you have specific uh, Q&A questions. But prayer is not just something that you, 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 you tell someone in, in the comments if they're going through a tough situation. You know, prayer isn't meant to just put like, you know, you know, let's say someone's family member passes. You're not, prayer is not just for you to say, you know, praying for you praying for you in these hard times but you're really not even praying you know half the people in the comments this isn't a rant but as christians you can't just you know put ah oh, praying for you you know i'm praying for you i'm here you know prayers sending prayers you don't even pray okay so you need to spend time in virtuous prayer in a prayer with the lord as a young believer get into the habit to know the will of god you need to spend time listening you know, spend time in his word, spend time fasting, spend time praying. And that builds your spirit up. It builds your spirit man up. Your spirit will, will, it'll tell you, it'll, you'll get a check in your spirit when something is wrong. The Lord will tell you what to do. Look at the example of Elijah, right? There was no water in all the land. The Lord sent him you know, told him where to go, what, what, what brook to stay by, what creek, what river. I forget what it is, but, and he sent, that was where he was getting his water from. And then the Lord sent him, sent him birds to feed him. Okay. So the Lord will tell you where to go, where to live, where to go to college, whether or not it's time to, to date someone, the Lord will tell you to marry someone. The Lord will tell you. So spend time in prayer, not just putting hashtag, you know, hashtag prayers, hashtag sending prayers, hashtag, you know, praying for you. When really you're not, that's all you're really doing. Okay, so spend time in prayer with the Lord. And you might say, you know, how do I pray? We could do a whole, we should do, I'll do a whole episode on prayer, but to make it short uh, for today, to close. When you're praying, you know, you run out of words. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy, pray in the Holy Ghost. Speak in tongues, pray in tongues. It builds up your spirit. And what did we read earlier in Romans 8, 28, I believe. That it speaks utterances unto the Lord. Your spirit prays, your spirit knows what to pray for. So sometimes, you know, you might be praying in the spirit and something comes to mind from your spirit, not from your mind. 
Because remember, you are spirit, soul, and body. But it, you, it'll come from your spirit, from the inside of you. You'll be praying and something will come to mind. Not even a mind. It'll just come out while you're praying. It'll skip your mind, flow from your belly, and you'll speak it out. So remember that the Lord wants to use you. He has a plan for your life and he loves you. I want you guys, I want you guys to remember that this week, that the Lord loves you. He has a plan for your life and his plan isn't for you to suffer, you know, with anxiety, not knowing what, what your purpose is in life. I want you to know that God has a purpose for you. Those talents, photography, videography, uh, whatever it may be, you know, painting, the Lord gave you those passion, that passion, you know, to do those things. Your heart, he gave you that, that ability to do business, that ability uh, in medicine and computer science. The Lord loves you and he wants to use you greatly. So this week, you know, have a blessed week. I love you guys. I'm sorry I was gone for such a long time. No excuses. And I'll see you guys next week, next week's episode. No idea what it's going to be yet, to be honest. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I love you guys. Take care. Have a blessed week. And I'll see you guys soon.